Oh, man. Hey, it's been a while since we talked. Yeah. How's it going, man? Uh, it's going great-ish. Like, so we didn't record last week. Uh, it was totally my fault. We tweeted about it, but, you know, some people maybe don't check Twitter. Yeah, there was no episode last week because I was feeling ill. And I can expand on this and I can tell you all about it and why and what I'm doing uh, in the Upside Down. So, I don't know, if you're interested to hear that, you can just wait uh, when the show is done, <laughs> is done at the end. Spoiler um, alert. So that was it. It was my fault. I was not feeling great and I couldn't really record. But uh, I'm feeling great now and I am, I'm back and we are recording, I guess. Boom. <laughs> I hope. Are Excited you to have you back. <laughs> Full health. Full energy. Really Boom. happy Boom. to record. So there was this uh, HomePod firmware leak. Mm -hmm. And just for the listeners who are not in the loop and are not super aware of what happened. Um, so Apple announced this uh, thing called the HomePod. is a little device, a stereo speaker thing for your home. It's not out yet, but apparently like there's some Apple employees or like some partners, uh, hand-picked partners or whatever. Uh, like some people have been testing it well now. And... The leak was some developer, a developer um, at Apple, instead of pushing the new firmware, which is basically the OS, I don't know why they're calling it firmware and not OS, instead of pushing it to the private channel thing, they posted in like the public thing. So it was not like, it was not on their website, but if you were, you know, sneaky enough and if you changed the URL, uh, the link, like the path was public and you could download it. So, of course, someone found it and someone downloaded the new, like the OS for HomePod, which is iOS under the hood. And so they were able to unveil some interesting things regarding the new iPhone and a lot more, like Apple Watch as well. So do you want to like give us a rundown about all the things that leaked? And by the way, this is like... These are developers just going through all the source code and just, you know, spotting things. So, like, when the story broke, um, we found out a couple of things about iPhone. But then the following days, like, I feel like every day there was new things that someone <laughs> found. Like, oh, and by the way, oh, and by the way. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if there was more to come. <laughs> it's just the gift that keeps on giving. So, the main things that uh, people are interested in is an iPhone icon uh, from the Apple Pay sheet where you see the edge-to-edge -edge design as uh, rumored on many websites uh, with the notch at the top. Um, that is now, I guess, confirmed by, by this leak. Um, there's also some code uh, that references a split status bar, uh, a tap-to-wake feature. It also confirms that there is no Touch ID under the display, but there's this new uh, facial recognition stuff uh, there's also a few sounds from the HomePod that were leaked. Someone put them on YouTube. Uh, they're pretty good. And I think that's about it for now, right? Is there something else that I'm forgetting? Well, there's like there's um, some references to uh, infrared camera on the front of the phone, and it's assumed that's how. Like it's confirming that it's going to use the camera to unlock your phone, right? Such ID, uh, but then like. Yeah, uh, to answer some of the questions that even 
we uh, asked about how like the accuracy of the camera to unlock because it's not new you know it's not new technology some phones have done this before uh, but apparently like they use uh, infrared camera that not only is like super good at unlocking your phone and like you know <laughs> to, to detect your face but it also could help like identify the subject of the photo so like you could uh, know if you're taking a picture of like a pet or you know a baby or like a landscape and apparently that 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 could make for better more accurate metadata what else oh there's also some things that um iphone 8 may record 4k video at 60 frames per second with with both uh, cameras so both in the front and the back which is pretty great oh i hadn't missed that that's i guess um, oh, and there's also uh, some reference for uh, to a, a new Apple Watch model with uh, 3G, well, cellular data, which is pretty interesting. One other thing that I forgot, the, there's a mention of a 4K HDR Apple TV. Yes, <laughs> which is like long overdue by now, right? Yeah, so excited for that. The, the little tidbit about, and we're going to go back to, to the, you know, to the edge to edge and the little <laughs> thing on the status bar but it was interesting the the um, 4k video 60 frames per second on both front and rear mm-hmm. like giving that information and the fact that the 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 front facing camera is going to you know have such a huge role on the phone you know it's not just for facetime and selfies it's also right now to unlock your phone and that's something that you need to nail so i am predicting that you know both cameras are going to be like probably maybe not the same resolution but like pretty good both you know don't have such a disparity in camera quality between the front and the back camera that we have now um that would be great yeah i agree that would make sense um i think they could also probably bring portrait mode to the front camera which would be awesome Hmm. because if you think about it i take selfies way more often than i take portraits of people so yeah, that'd be great. What does this say about you, Kevin? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, officially labeled as a millennial. <laughs> Is this the biggest leak from Apple or what? I mean, uh, maybe second to the the iPhone being lost on a bar, <laughs> probably. Yeah, but I, know, I almost feel like this feels more like it could have been avoided. Like this feels, I mean, mm. the other one too, but I don't know. Like it, it just feels like that's a stupid mistake that led to this versus the other one was just like this crazy story of like this guy, like testing, like bringing out the phone, like sort of, I don't know if they got drunk or whatnot, but like left the phone and then someone bought the, the phone and it was yeah. like this whole giant scenario. This was just like plain and stupid and boring like they uploaded the the software to the wrong server and then people just downloaded it and started going through it yeah i don't know it, like do you remember there was this uh presentation at apple that was like um there is now more more leaks coming out of apple than coming out of the the chinese factories and everyone mm-hmm. was just like hmm maybe uh but it didn't seem like it <laughs> and then now it just seems like they're they're proving that <laughs> what uh, the content that was on that talk. Like, there's just so much stuff that leaked here. True. So should we start? Uh, I mean, it's so much. Should, should we start with the with the status bar? 
the split status bar in the little <laughs> yeah uh, i've been like thinking about this bro. for so long i just can't come up with a good idea for how it should work yeah i feel like there's going to be compromises but and we we already talked about this because all of these leaks well most of them are just you know confirming already existing rumors right it's not like what edge the edge uh, design what do you mean you know mm-hmm. it was more like confirming a bunch of rumors that we already have heard so, so regarding the, the status bar and we covered this in you just posted now on the show notes this uh this page by max rudberg which is just three simple kind of different um takes on uh, on how ios could take advantage or i don't know utilize that little um split status bar on top and so just to draw you uh like a word picture like number one you do have like the whole ui you know bleeding through the little ears both sides so you have like you know white the screen goes all the way to the top second one is uh the top part the whole status bar is just black um and because this is a new oled display which means that you know dark like pure black pixels the the screen doesn't lit up so it's like pure black like it's off so i guess they they could you know um get away with something like this if they're using the current existing display technology on the iphones this was this would look weird um but with the new oled like i can see them pulling this off so basically you have in the end you have one stripe of like the status bar one black bar and then second one is the same but you instead of having the black bar on top you also have it on the bottom which max here uh, is you know reserving the, the bottom bar for the home button and basically the like ui navigation view elements so like the back button and some you know like you know when you have like New notes, like create a new note or a new event or whatever, is usually on the uh, navigation bar on the right. Um, so there, uh, Max here is moving all of those items to the bottom, which looks a bit weird. And so, like in the latest, in in the that third take, you basically have like what it appears to be a classic iOS layout, but just some elements are moved away from the screen. If that even makes sense, like to these reserved black bars on top and the bottom this is like the i don't know i have some opinions here what, what what do you think what do you think about this i mean those are basically the only options i can think of but something about all of them is feels wrong to me like it doesn't feel like mm-hmm. any one of them reaches the sweet spot because there's a couple of trade-offs that need to happen here if you go with the last version which which is basically put black bars at the top and bottom and basically pretend like these things are just part of the device frame um, and you still have that same space for your apps. That's, I'd say, the one that is probably the closest to what I could imagine Apple doing. But then what's the point, right? Like the whole idea Mm -hmm. behind this phone is that it's going to be this edge-to-edge screen. And now what you're doing is you're basically putting a black bar at the bottom and black bar at the top. So you're not effectively getting that much more screen real estate. So that also kind of feels unlikely. Um, And also, if you look at the icon that was leaked, you clearly see the notch, right? So it seems Mm -hmm. like they would embrace the notch. 
otherwise they they just like pretend like there was this bezel at the top and the bottom so yeah i don't really know what to say here <laughs> it is just quite a mystery to me and, and like if they put the the home button uh there seems to be some sort of home indicator right for you to get back if they put that then what do they put on the sides do they put the those uh, navigation bar buttons uh maybe it would be easily accessible but then i feel like the hierarchy still feels a bit strange uh, especially when like stacked below the the navigation bar it seems like the hierarchy there doesn't really make sense right because you're changing the tab bar and then stuff at the top and stuff at the bottom changes at the same time which would be very weird so yeah i don't know what to make of this i feel like we're we'll all feel very dumb whenever the phone chips <laughs> right because it's like i like how much more information could you have about this phone and we still can't put it together well at least apple designers had like what three years to think about this <laughs> <laughs> so let's not be too hard on ourselves uh, like okay looking at this let's focus first on the the bottom bar having the home button there and like the whole chin the whole bottom bar being reserved for like the home button that feels so weird to me because yeah. then just you know just have a home button if you're going to reserve all that space to it i don't think apple should or will do this moving the controls to the bottom it makes sense especially you know um, we know this by now the bigger the phones get the harder it is for you to to reach the um, the top edges of the phone because of history and with ios and the first android versions you know the phones were so, so little and hierarchy wise like you mentioned it makes sense to have you know navigational items and all i mean we have this on websites and ui design for since forever it makes sense to have navigation on top you know that's how we read something we start from the top but then they all became hard to tap to access so it's a weird thing like it is it's easier to access those items if they're on the bottom but the, the whole page layout makes less uh, you know less sense well it's not as logic right it's like it, yeah. it doesn't make much sense to it especially because we're so well trained to you know to read and to understand the the hierarchy of a page on a on an app or whatever so like this is so weird like i know yeah it would be easier to tap but then it doesn't make any sense and no one is going to look at the bottom because we are trained to start looking at a page from the top so it's a weird thing i don't know the answer it this just looks wrong um i know what here max or whoever is you know designing these these takes on it i know what it, what they're trying to go for i don't think we're there yet right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and then regarding the the top the status bar we've talked about this uh my only take now after these leaks and just like you mentioned that the little glyph of the iphone which is basically like the, the visual the simplest representation of this phone that apple has come up with because they do embrace a little notch it, it's clearly visible i would even say that that is the the differentiator right in the glyph without it you wouldn't be able to you know, to tell what, what that icon was for. So just because of that, 
I'm starting to think maybe Apple will embrace it. I personally, and just based on these mockups and things we've seen on the web, so no real implementation of this, just based on what I've seen, I still think it looks better when you reserve the whole thing just just dark, black, especially mm-hmm. you know taking advantage yeah. of the OLED screen now. Um, I think it looks better, but after seeing all these leaks, I I tend to believe Apple will embrace it and mm-hmm. maybe just you know, lit up the whole thing. <laughs> All the pixels. It looks so bad, though. <laughs> I know. It totally feels like what an Android device would look like. So, yeah, let us know what you think. Do you have, like, an alternative to this that would potentially be really good? I would love to see it. I think what's certain is they probably are going to have some interactive stuff down at the bottom. They're not just going to have the home button. Um, so it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see, like, do they go with standard uh, buttons? So a multitasking button and, like, a previous app button. So basically Android style. Do they go with navigation bar elements, uh, like some of these examples show? Or do they go with something completely different, right? Do they go with, like, maybe putting some of your additional actions there? I don't know. We'll see. The event is basically, like, a month away, right? Pretty much, yeah. It's like first week so, of September, maybe? First, second Yeah, week. so we don't have that long to wait. Coming out from the leak as well, uh, what do you think of this uh, rumored um, new Apple Watch model with not only uh, cellular data, but a new like industrial design? And this, I think, yeah. is, it came from uh, Chung Gruber during Fireball, Yeah, which he sort of walked it back. He, he said something like, oh, like, finally, <laughs> like... This was something that uh, I heard like third hand. I don't know. I can't confirm this. So he doesn't seem to be super con- um, convinced that this is for sure going to happen. But if it does, I'm definitely buying another watch this year. I think the number one thing that I'm waiting for to make the watch better is, well, faster processor, um, which I would probably get like regardless, right? With every new version of the Apple Watch, you just expect that it's going to get faster. And cellular. Cellular seems to me like a huge advantage. If I go running, then I'll be able to have like get my phone calls, get my um, SMS notifications, all that stuff like straight to my watch. That seems like a real win for me. So on that alone, I would definitely get it. And then on top of that, if there's a new hardware design, then I'm really excited about that. <laughs> I I don't have much to say here. I mean, is it? I'm going to wait until the announcement. Like, but, you know, I am sure that I'm going to buy it probably. I yeah, love the Apple Watch. <laughs> Always have. Like, having cellular, like, only when I go running sometimes, I don't take my phone. Like, I can't uh, remember a time where I leave the house or, like, I'm outside without my phone. I was like, ah, crap. Um, either, like, I'm, I don't have my phone. I was like, oh, I wish my Apple Watch had cellular data. Or a time where like i want to leave the house but i have to bring my phone because whatever like i don't remember being in this situation and i hope like i don't know how apple is going to do this but i really hope that it's not by everyone uh going to their carrier and buying a new sim card and a new plan <laughs> and sticking the sim card on the watch like i think maybe we talked about this before but i really hope apple doesn't do that like they they i don't know they they land a deal with all the carriers in the world, <laughs> like, you know, just, just extend or use the same data plan from your phone or whatever. I really hope so. Yeah. 
Yeah, I hope to. I feel like that's probably not gonna happen though. That yeah. what's more likely to happen is that it's gonna be like a ten dollar a month add add on to your plan for your watch, mm. and then it'll just share your data plan with your phone. Not sure if I, well, let's let's wait and see. This is still so far ahead. Like I yeah, just on this information, I can't. I don't have really strong opinions about anything so so say let's assume that there is indeed a hardware redesign what do you think mm -hmm. they're gonna do because common wisdom would be that it, it, would, it would get thinner right but i don't know how much that's possible like on the same revision that they're adding cellular right because they need extra space for like the the cellular chips and the sim and also for like you want as much battery life as you can because cellular uh, takes a lot of battery life hmm. so would it get well they, would it get bigger but they also had three years with this design you know to yeah that's fair tweak it and miniaturize all the components and whatever like three years i was gonna say that we never had we never been that long with with a single iphone design but we are just now <laughs> you know mm. iphone 7 is still same as a six yeah i don't know man i really don't know yeah just like i said i can only imagine it thinner i'm gonna be bummed out if uh, all my bands you know they don't work with the new model because if you start investing in, in new bands mm -hmm. a lot of them it gets expensive yeah like, these bands are expensive you <laughs> <laughs> know i know people that have like you know tens of bands and you know like milanese loops and whatever that are like 200 dollars each band yeah. if they just they don't work with a new one dang it and on the flip side if you are gonna be you know compatible with all the the older bands then you are very limited like for example the width of the right the, the body i mean as long as they keep the square shape i think that they probably can still reuse the, the bands right well they can make it thinner you know because the band goes as long, as long as they're they're thicker than the the band is, is like I think there's still they still have plenty of time to go, right? Like they can go thinner and thinner and thinner, and it's still gonna be fine. Yeah, if 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 the redesign is just making it thinner, yes. But I right. That's not how I read it. You know, maybe it is just you know it's a bit thinner. Well, even like the series two is is a tiny bit thicker than the series one and zero. May or maybe what they would do is like figure something out with the uh, the side button. Because I think it's it's really mm. like not great right now that side button, Espe like yeah. especially with the their new dock, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I hate pressing that button. Like it's I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a weird thing. So yeah, maybe they they change that. I would still prefer um, OS redesign than a industrial redesign. To be honest. E yes. I mean, I don't think much of it needs to be fully redesigned. I just think some of the UIs need to be rethought, but... Mm -hmm. That home screen, man. Yeah, well, but do you even need a home screen? I think they could just make then, a single press of the crown go to the dock, and basically it's just, you have... You can only have, like, but 10 that, apps. But that's a huge OS redesign, you know? It's like, you know, yeah. it's like reimagining the springboard on iOS. Right. It's like... Right. It's a big part of how you interact with your OS. Anyway, hey, before we move on, uh, let's go back real quick about the iPhone, uh, to the iPhone. Uh, so there's this, I don't know if this is a rumor or if it's confirmed, but apparently uh, the code name for this uh, phone, um, not really the code name. Uh, so the code name is D22, right? Uh, mm -hmm. But 
people internally are calling it the Ferrari model, which is like, it's, you know, it's an anecdote. It doesn't really matter, but like, we know that this phone is going to be expensive. Just, anyway, I'm just bringing this up because I've been thinking about this. So we know this phone is going to be expensive, like more expensive. There's some, um, some like, uh, Chinese manufacturer or whatever, some people on the inside saying like, this phone is considerably more expensive. You know, by calling it the Ferrari model, what are Ferraris? They're super nice uh, phone, uh, I mean cars, <laughs> that they don't produce a lot of them and they are expensive and, you know, it's not for everyone. And there's also rumored since forever that Apple will not be able to produce the, uh, like this phone, this, this model on the same numbers as all the other ones uh and we already have talked about so if we know that apple is going to release basically three models right the whatever they call it the whatever they call it plus and the pro or the ferrari <laughs> so they're not they're not just releasing this one with the add to edge design and the little notch so and we talked about it like what would make people buy the not ferrari model right yeah is just surprise is that it and so i've been thinking how is too how much is too expensive for me and i can't answer that like i don't know but i'm thinking like more than you know 1500 um, euros dollars like where is we know this phone is going to be more expensive but how much more expensive do you think it can get that's a good question so for the entry level Well, for the pro model, sure, entry level pro, sure. Because the, they always charge more for uh, uh, extra storage, right? Right. I feel like... Let's go with the entry level. I mean, it could get really high, but it feels right that it would be like 1,200. But so 1,200 is like 100 more than what I paid for this uh, 7 Plus. Right, it's like uh, it's right up there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you, uh, which size do you have? Uh, the middle one. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, it's seven sixty nine for the iPhone seven plus in US dollars. Is it? Yeah. So if they make make it twelve hundred dollars, like that's significantly more expensive than the base model. And how how would, what's your limit, to you personally, like? Oh gosh, I'm such a sucker. This is not for very interesting things. podcasting material, but it's like um, you know, just so we can look back and reference this. I don't know, like two thousand, probably. Oh wow! <laughs> look, I use oh, this device God. all the time. Like I know that I would buy it if it's under two thousand dollars. What about you? Anyway, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to answer because, like, I <laughs> you feel know like you're I will convince myself no matter what. <laughs> right. Because we're not talking about oh, instead of you know, steel is gold. Like, there's a lot of new stuff here, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's probably a lot more than we don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Okay, we should move on. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let's turn um, Rafa's rant mode. So. Uh, last episode, you recommended a typeface, mm -hmm. and then I think I asked you like, you know, how'd you bio whatever. I think I mentioned like how pissed I am about the state of 
purchasing typefaces and you were like oh we have to talk about that next week <laughs> and i'm like that's why i got sick because i was trying to avoid that um just kidding i never got typeface licensing i never got where you should go to buy stuff i never got well let's not talk about the fact that they're super expensive but that is not that is not the problem i understand and it's it is what it is um but it's like i want to try a new typeface i want to well probably try it before i buy it i have no idea where i go first of all and i can use something like you know like a let's say type kit which is awesome but like I design stuff in Sketch and I need the font files locally and I know there's a lot of stuff like Creative Cloud for typefaces or whatever <laughs> that like sync your typefaces and then you know if you don't have a, a internet connection the typefaces are not there and then Sketch is like oh I'm missing fonts uh, uh. and they're like this is bananas I don't understand what you should do what do I ended up you know end up doing 99% of the times ask someone who has the font files i don't know <laughs> how that someone got it uh, it was like a friend uh, or just like pirate them which is a whole mess on its own and i hate it and the website is full of viruses and like ads and shit it's terrible <laughs> but that's what i have to do because what am i going to buy like a 500 dollar typeface just to get the font files to try it like, right this is yeah. a mess. <laughs> Have you ever done the like t take a font file from a website like and then transform the WAF back into a TTF file? No, <laughs> that's genius. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm certainly not encouraging people to do that, but uh I've I've seen people do it <laughs> maybe sometimes. But and let me just before just let me just end up by disclaimer for people listening, I don't pirate typefaces in like i don't you know have websites with uh typefaces that i don't have a license to or whatever i never ended up doing that and even on my agency days i was like you know if i was using a typeface i always uh you know provided a free op free fonts you know options for the client and i was very upfront saying hey this typeface will cost you this which it was kind of hard to actually figure out the price, but that's the whole story. Um, I never did anything illegally, I guess, except for the fact that I do have some font files that I didn't pay for. But, you know, I never did anything with them. Anyway, you were saying, I'm sorry. Yeah. So some foundries actually do, like, if you email them and ask them nicely, they, they're going to, like, send you this this file and, and, like, ask you nicely to not actually use it what but it's very rare and most of the time you Did sort you of have that? to have i've never done it personally but i know people that have okay <laughs> but um yeah i think in general every type foundry out there is like how can we make as make it as hard as possible for people to buy our fonts like it's just incredible like all your websites they all suck like they're terrible there is no way to like accurately preview what the font is going to look like in different situations. Like it's always that like one giant line of text. It's like not like no text that I'm going to lay out anywhere is ever going to look like this. Like this is just horrible. And I agree with you. Like it's just I, I feel like it's 
it just makes it so difficult for people to buy typefaces that what ends up happening is that people just just like go and download them illegally. It to me it's the exact same thing that's happening with like HBO, right? That just like <laughs> makes it super hard to like do the right thing. Like just make it simple. If you make it simple enough, I truly believe that people are going to do it. So what happens then uh, is that someone someone comes in and fixes it. And so I have uh, something to talk to you about. Have you heard of Font Stand? Yes. So that is uh, a Mac app. Um, you install this app. Uh, and it's basically, uh, it looks a lot like iTunes, actually. <laughs> the iTunes store part. So there is a storefront within the app with tons and tons of typefaces. It doesn't have everything, uh, but it does have a lot. And you can search for like keywords or designers or specific fonts. And when you click through, th- through a font, you see all the different font weights. Uh, and then for each of these, you have two options. You can try it for free for an hour, or you can rent it for a month. And usually they're like fairly accessible. It's like $6 a month for one weight, uh, which is like totally reasonable in my opinion. So that's what I've been using in the last few months. So just go there, find a typeface that I want, rent it for a month, and then play with it. If I like it, uh, then I'll probably end up buying it. Or sometimes, you know, like sometimes you're just working on a project and you know you only need it for like a month to like design a poster or something. I just Mm -hmm. buy it for a month and then use it and that's it but then how does the licensing there works like so looking at a website first they don't say anything about buying they just say keep font forever like after you rented a font for a total of 12 months it will be yours forever to keep right (laughs) okay so the only way for you to buy them is rent them for 12 months trying a font for one hour like that's not how i like that wouldn't cut it for me but uh, really why not I need to see it everywhere and like really play with it and then have a lot of uh, comparisons and, and play with it and try it and live with it and design the whole thing with it. You know, it's not just. Right. Well, well, you, you can do that for like, for like five bucks for an entire month. Yeah. And that is fine. That is fine. Uh, but then, all right. So if you rent a font for 12, uh, like for, for a month, let's say, and you design uh, a couple of posters or like maybe your website or whatever, and then you publish those, you know, you print those posters and you, 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 you know, distribute them in your town and your website is live and then you stop renting it so you don't have it locally on your machine, but do you have the license to have it up online and on all those posters yeah for that i'm not sure uh and honestly i don't make posters to sell (laughs) most of them they're just like Mm -hmm. i hang them in the office but that would be a good question i would have to look into this i don't know so i i've seen this before i know that i already installed it once for some reason this didn't work out for me because i i'm not using it anymore (laughs) uh i will give it another shot i guess um, so right now, like, uh, at Netlify, we just use system fonts or, you know, like just like Roboto on a marketing website, for example. So, uh, we don't deal with licenses and stuff, but for all the side projects and stuff, like I, we kind of mentioned this, I am <laughs> getting a bit not tired of system fonts at all. Cause I, the more I use them, the more I love them, but it's just like, now I wish for something different, you know, just 
I kind of right. wish for a side project just to try a new font or whatever. Mm. Um, okay, I will try this. Do you vouch? Like, do you, you know, do you stand with font stand? Hey, um, <laughs> is this like your recommendation? Show title. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I personally really like it. I think the experience is great. And real-time follow-up, you can use rental fonts to publish books and magazines and create logos for clients to be distributed without restriction. So even if you're, um, you're, you're just renting the font, you can use it however you want. Even if your rental period you know, expires, it's still fine? You can basically still distribute the book or the poster, but you can't keep using the font. Okay, that's, that's pretty good, actually. So yeah, and apparently now their typefaces come also come with um, a fonts and hosted uh, way to set up web fonts. So while you're renting it, you can also play with it uh, on the web. This seems pretty good. That's cool. All right, uh, we still have a bunch of topics that we're going to leave for next episode. So in the next Layout FM, Figma goes to Pano and Principal Lancetanian Framer keeps shipping stuff and we can't keep up. And then there's more design drama, so um, stay tuned <laughs> As for always. That one. But, <laughs> but uh, this Google thing, man, I, I was off of Twitter for like two days, which is like, you know, a record on its own <laughs> you know that 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 scene from community or like the gif that is donald glover coming back no. with the pizza and like everything's on fire um <laughs> that was me like holy what happened guys See, you should this is what happens when you leave twitter you should never yeah lose. i can't i can't i'm sorry <laughs> so the news is uh, this employee at Google decided to create this internal memo. Uh, I think it was like in Google Docs or whatever. That I'm going to be super honest. I couldn't read it, but I, this was leaked and it was publishing his motto. Uh, like this employee decided to have this long rant and debate about um, uh, how and why exactly female engineers like they're not as good engineers like genetically or whatever, and so like. This is hurting uh, Google and all the tech companies uh, when they try to push for more uh, diversity hires and to get more female engineers in, in their company. And this is hurting them because, you know, genetically or whatever, they're not as good as male engineers. And so, like, he's outraged and he's, I don't even know what he wants to change, I guess. And this, like, became viral internally. And so, and then it leaked. And, oh, my God, what Com like grade a asshole this dude is like he has no idea what he's doing he has no idea what he's saying i i couldn't read the whole thing i i will link in the show notes um this post by jonathan zunger i hope that's how you pronounce his name um it's called so about this google's manifesto and it's his take because uh, he up until recently he was um very um like higher up like senior uh, googler i guess uh up until very recently and so he's saying like all right this is how i would uh, act if i was still at the company um i would have to deal with this um but because i'm not i'm going to publicly you know tell you w how i would handle this and my take on it and what you know what he believes is the right thing to do and like it's like if you're going to read anything read that i am like I, I get I get angry. I get really angry 
when like these assholes um you know start uh, with all this shit and I'm, i'm not just angry at the fact that they you know write this crap and post it online i'm angry about the the traction that it gets you know like that's what pisses me off how big it gets because it feels like it's everyone he's rallying people up and he's hurting a lot of co-workers a lot of people in the industry um and it's funny like in this case how <laughs> when i say it's funny it's the opposite it's not funny uh, like how completely wrong he is like factually wrong about probably everything and it's funny how it's always the um, the privileged group of people that you know complain about minorities and <laughs> you know it's never like minorities like complaining or not complaining like yeah i'm all with these things i'm always reminded of i think it's a someone who tweeted this um a while ago and it was uh referring to trump but i think it applies just as well here but when you're used to be super super privileged equality all of a sudden feel like feels uh to you feels like, like inequality this this grand like injustice And that's mm. what it seems to me like the people who who somehow feel entitled keeping the the status quo because they're clearly advantaged by that. And then, like you said, like try to rally people on their side with this sort of fake sense of like, oh, I I'm not like super passionate about this i'm i'm kind of one step removed so i can be like air quotes like be quote-unquote fair right like that that just like pisses me off so much like how like how entitled can you be to like discuss like other people's like right to do what they love yeah in a way that like i don't know man i don't know what to say about this like this i i feel like this dude has absolutely zero right to talk about any of this because he doesn't know what he's talking about and it just like saddens me to see that we're still at, at a point where someone can write something like this in our industry and it doesn't immediately get shut down right that there are some people who agree with this. It's very, very sad. I, I will recommend everyone listening to this. Um, like if you haven't watched this documentary on, um, it's called, uh, crap, what is it called? Uh, it's like a documentary. Uh, I mean, okay. It's called code. Uh, it's a documentary about the like gender inequality on tech on, you know, tech scene i guess uh it's it's like amazing i watched it when i watched it i i remember i had to buy it on itunes like it was only, but i'm pretty sure right now like it's on netflix and it's everywhere it's it's very inspiring it's very like actually it's a bit of a downer sometimes like <laughs> to see how bad actually it is and especially when you're not part of that minority uh like it can be very easy to just close your eyes and like not be aware because in not care because it doesn't affect you directly uh it certainly affects you indirectly but you don't know so it, it, it's it can be very eye-opening here 
And let me just tell you like one last thing that just riles me up, which is uh, people bringing genetics on like whatever, how the man or the woman or like different races, they're, you know, genetically built and use that as an argument to do or not do anything or allow or not allow someone to be something or do something like that just goes against like the human race <laughs> for me and that like that pisses me off so much when mm -hmm. people say like oh i don't know man's brain they're more inclined for math or whatever <laughs> like first that's not true but even if it was like hey asshole um the human body is not genetically inclined to go to space or swim you know like stop putting those limitations limitations yeah. on yourself not on yourself actually it's never on yourself <laughs> it's like all on others like hey you know what if genes say that you know uh, a certain race of people they're better at running all right all other races you can't compete on the olympics uh, you can't run because you know your genes they're not programmed to do that like that right. really pisses me off um so anyway I, i'm sorry i got riled up <laughs> so one point i want to touch on um Because I have kind of seen this argument in the past, so I kind of want to talk about it. But basically this argument that if you're fighting for equality, then why do you have, say, events or learning opportunities uh, that are specifically for a woman? Uh, and, and I see this as basically the like idealistic approach of like, well, like technically, like everyone should be equal. Like it shouldn't matter, right? But what these people miss is that like, okay, imagine you have a scale in your mind and the scale is way off. Like one thing, one thing is way more heavy than the other. How do you get the scale to balance back again? You don't put stuff like on the two sides equally. You put it back on the sides that that's uh, not as, as, as heavy. So that at a certain point they balance out and once they are balanced out, then yes, of course, then you should stop doing things that um, advantage one side or the other. But mm. right now we're just at a such a like imbalance that we need to, something to counter that balance. Otherwise, we'll never reverse that trend. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no. It just Absolutely. like... And the, I feel like that that is always the... At least for me, and speaking for experience, like that is the trickiest argument to to fight. Is that like, oh, you know, if you want to be fair and equal, don't restrict opportunities to whatever group. Like you know, just put it out and like uh, higher on merit, not on whatever. Like right, that is tricky. And I more and more, this is one of the things that as I grew older, it's one of the things that I wish i was better at it's like i was i wish i was uh, i would be so much better at like convincing people and not like to control them and <laughs> just like you know when i have an opinion when i have an idea when i have something that is super clear to me in my mind like be able to communicate that clearly so just like it makes so much sense in your head make it make sense to other people as well you know what that what i mean like no <laughs> just kidding 
<laughs> oh man. Yeah, um, I totally get what you mean. And I also struggle with this all the time. I think it's one of the hardest things to do. It's it's a super valuable skill, uh, but very few people yeah. have that. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Um like I think it's no secret that like Rafa and I aren't re- like real experts on this, but I think both of us felt that it was important to at least mention it. And if mm-hmm. we can at least convince, like change the mind of one person, then I think it will have been worth it. So, yeah. That's also the thing. Like if you're, if, if this event, if this episode didn't, well, no, I'm talking about the Google thing. If this didn't, didn't rile you up, I don't think it would like, it would be very hard to maybe like, I don't know how to explain it. Like the person who wrote this, right? I don't believe that there's a way to change his mind. Right. Right. Like, I don't know, like empathy and being open to change your own beliefs. It's so hard. It's like, it fights your instincts or whatever. Like <laughs> it goes against your, I don't know. It, it, I feel like it's one of the hardest things to change. One of the hardest traits on a personality to change. Once you do is like, it's, it's a very valuable thing. I mean, if you want to take examples from like Steve Jobs, he would change his mind all the time, twice a day on the same subject, right? It's like, just change your opinion, being open, just like being open to the possibility that you are wrong right yeah <laughs> that's that's pretty much it and that's the thing that happened here this dude started with a premise that he believed in and then um went backwards to try to get the facts to support his belief instead of the exact opposite which it's called science is you first start <laughs> collecting the facts and then arrive at a conclusion this dude started with the conclusions and worked backwards so anyway this is dangerous and uh, i don't know i mean trump is the president of the united states like i we have a long way ahead (laughs) did you really have to remind Um, us yeah sorry it's still true (laughs) okay we're gonna try to uh lift our spirits and uh, move on we have one last thing that i want (laughs) to tackle before we get to the upside down i guess all right i mean recommendations of course kevin you tweeted that you're going to be in London pretty soon. Now, I don't know how, um, like, I don't know if you are super familiar with uh, Europe's uh, geography. Portugal is pretty close to London. <laughs> just, um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, like, I, you know, I actually considered, like, hmm, maybe I'll fly to London, which is like an hour away or something. Off topic. What are you doing there, dude? <laughs> uh, so I'm going there for a conference. It's, uh, let me look up the name of the conference. It's future mm-hmm. london something something yeah it's it's called future london academy uh and it's this pretty cool conference um basically it's uh, only a group of 20 people uh that attend the conference mm. so it's super super small and rather than having one venue where all the speakers go to and where you see the talks you basically go in a bunch of different uh, studios companies startups um, and you visit their offices and you hear the talks in the actual offices and there's workshops uh, and then at night they have activities uh, organized to allow you to discover the city and learn about like all the creativity and stuff that's happening so it's kind of a week-long experience Um, so yeah pretty excited about that 
I will also be hosting a design meetup on the Thursday night, so on August 17th. It's going to be around 6 p.m. We don't have the venue yet, but it will very likely be announced by the time you hear the show. So check the show notes. If you'd like to come, uh, it'll be awesome. A bunch of people are going to be there. Uh, there's probably going to be talks, uh, drinks, and food. It'll be really fun. So um, yeah, you should, uh, should join us. I'm really excited to visit London for the first time. Cool. London is awesome. I really like it. London is pretty cool. Yeah. Except <laughs> it looks the weather. really cool. The weather sucks. Well, yeah. But it's been raining a bunch here too, so I feel like I'm getting ready. Cool. All right, man. Um, should we get to recommendations first? Let's do it. All right. So my recommendation is the Hassan Minaj uh, Netflix special. I don't know if you've seen it, uh, but it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, and he talks about a lot of kind of issues or like things that happened to him growing up around like immigration. Uh, and it's like, it's super funny, but also super interesting. Like there's a lot of things that I personally don't really relate to, but I, I like have developed an empathy towards kind of the challenges of, uh, being uh, an immigrant in the United States. So it's really interesting. And I think the way that it's done is very smart. Like he has this big screen behind him. And (laughs) at least in my opinion, it's very rare that comedians actually use those screens, Uh, but he does. Um, So based on some of the stories that he says, uh, you're going to see images behind him that kind of reflect what he's talking about. I just thought that was like really smart the way it was done, like pretty subtle, but like also was an extra way to kind of engage you into what was happening. Uh, so it was re- really, really good. So I recommend it. That's my, that's my pick this week. I don't know how I haven't watched this one. Cause I, like here in my home, we watch a bunch of standup uh, specials, like mm-hmm. a lot. Right. Uh, like twice, like, you know, two a week or something. Oh, I don't wow. know how I missed this one. Cause I, I'm familiar with the guy. Anyway, I'll, I'm going to watch it probably uh, tonight. Well, cool. It's kind of yeah, like tomorrow. I know what think, but... Cool. Dude, just, just right. an aside. Your turn. Uh, Steven, edit this one out. Just like I noticed <laughs> in the past, like you've been saying, a lot of hums. I just want to like uh, bring sorry. it up to you. Not There's no problem because it happens. It is a thing. I know how hard it is. I just like to yeah. <laughs> bring it up. Um, okay, back to the show. <laughs> okay, I have two recommendations. First is a Mac utility app i think it just came out today like I, at least i saw this today uh it's called shoddy which is a great name and what it does is it lives on a menu bar on your mac and when you click it you get like a preview of the most recent screenshots and that is it and then you can like drag it out of the little uh, app into for example sketch or into whatever um and that is like pretty cool and it it does work with a dropbox Cause that's how I have, like I have the, the Dropbox auto import stuff. So by default, when you take a screenshot on your Mac, uh, the, that file goes into desktop. Uh, but you, if you have Dropbox's screenshot importer, whatever it's called, um, it's going to look into your desktop. So every time I take a screenshot, Dropbox kicks in and takes that file from the desktop and puts it in the screenshot folder. Uh, and this app supports Dropbox. So we will look on both the desktop and the screenshots folder on Dropbox. So I don't Mm. have to, like my workflow before was like, take a screenshot, 
wait until Dropbox does its thing, click on Dropbox, <laughs> click on all the recent files. It's going to open the finder window like with the, the screenshot selected and then drag it out to whatever, Sketch or whatever. Right. So this, this is pretty cool. It's on a Mac App Store. Uh, it's... Uh, for me, it was a euro and nine cents, which is the oddest number. Oddest? Is that a, a word? It's... <laughs> The most odd? No, oddest. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> price. Uh, like, I don't know if this was a iTunes price change or whatever. Sometimes they do that to update the you know the currency rates or whatever. Um, anyway, so it's not ninety nine cents. It's a euro and nine cents. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Um, remember paid apps. <laughs> Second recommendation is an album. This is not new. Like this album, I think came out like. Two months, maybe three months. Oh no, 30 of June. So, huh, most recent, more recent than I thought. Anyway, it's by um, it's by a band, a group called uh, crap, Lanny, La, Lani, Laney. It's L <laughs> A N A. So it's by a trio from L A, and it's very like synth pop good vibes it's just i love it to have it like on the background when i'm working uh i'm a fan this is their first album i think but i'm pretty sure it's kind of popular i don't know cool uh, check it I'll out i'll check it out links in the show notes cool boom all right that's it for the show i think is it yeah uh there's <laughs> something after the after the up, the upside down yeah maybe maybe but. let's see let's see you have to wait and see or skip ahead on the chapters, <laughs> I guess. Um, so if you're still here, uh, this is the show. Uh, thanks for listening. We are layout.fm on the webs. If you want to like check the show notes and check more episodes or whatever. Um, and if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at layout.fm. Uh, we are part of the Spec FM network. And if you're like looking for more podcasts in the tech scene, I guess, uh, we're all a bunch of nerds, uh, check spec.fm. Uh, for all the good shows and resources and lastly if you want to join our community on spectrum you should do that as well i don't remember the url but go to spectrum.chat and create an account uh, and we have uh, a layout community there that's where like every episode we post a new story on that episode and like people can follow up like so if you have some thoughts or some questions on something that we mentioned or maybe we forgot a link to something that we mentioned and you're like hey where's the link to that thing um that's the best place for you to to reach out to us uh and hang out and uh special thanks to guillermo silva for editing this show and i think that's it i will talk to you next week Cue Stranger Things theme. I don't even remember what that music is. <laughs> well, if you listen to the, to this show, <laughs> yes, that's a, that's a thing. At we'll the end. Hey, uh, upside down. We have here on our handy uh, helper uh, show notes um, two things. You, Kevin, 
not you, the listener. Hi. Hello. You, Kevin. Uh, you have watched not one, but two <laughs> episodes of Game of Thrones. Yes. I'd say I would recommend the show. <laughs> but you didn't. <laughs> Should have. Uh, first question. How do you watch it? I downloaded it on iTunes. Okay, so two episodes. When when did you start watching it? Uh, this weekend. I'm just doing some math. So, here. yeah, I think okay. Saturday I watched one episode and yesterday I watched another. Okay, so by this rate, and I know you're gonna you know be traveling, maybe you'll watch one or two in the plane or whatever. But at this rate, you're probably watching like two to three episodes a week. <laughs> maybe we'll <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'll have like a very un like. I'll have like a very strange week because I'll be traveling. So who knows how many episodes I'll be able to listen to. But yeah, honestly, so I started watching it. First episode was like, all right, but eh. Um, second episode was better. Um, so I'm like definitely going to watch the next one. It's kind of interesting watching this after everyone's watched watched it. And it's like so far uh, after where I am. <laughs> but I could still feel like I was kind of part of the movement uh, looking at people tweeting on, on Twitter like damn that Game of Thrones episode was so good <laughs> I was like hell yeah I also just watched one <laughs> um, <laughs> so far my favorite character is Arya um, mm-hmm. so hopefully she she lives till the very last season <laughs> I'm rooting for her mm. and yeah what else uh, is interesting about this <laughs> yeah i don't know i think i'd say it's not as in- as good as i would have expected <laughs> so regarding that regarding that is like i can tell you that but so by watching two episodes i don't want to say like oh no you have to watch until episode x until it gets good right. or whatever like no that is game of thrones but let me just say like there are no there's still no like big twists and hooks that right. will get you hooked up like it's that it's that type of show that you've seen so far but like it's gonna get better and more just just by the sake of like storytelling just it's you're gonna have more right so i think like it it definitely like got me in like i i'm interested in watching the next episode and i downloaded <laughs> <laughs> downloaded the next one i'll probably be watching it tonight so yeah i'm kind of Getting on that train hasn't gotten to the point yet where I'm like, holy shit, Game of Thrones. But I can kind of you know, feel though? where uh, what people were telling me that like this isn't really like a uh, type of show with like, like, you know, like the usual like knights and like lots of like war scenes and stuff like that. Like it at least so far, it seems more about kind of the politics and people's lives and i'm sure there is going to be like these action scenes but i think it's i feel like it's more interesting to me about like the the story behind that so yeah i'd say if you haven't seen game of thrones yet uh let's let's all start watching it together at the same time and maybe we can create a, a spectrum uh chat or something uh That'd and then cool. create kind of a, a little group that's kind of out of out of time and just watching starting game of thrones now yeah so all three of you can get together and talk <laughs> yes no so many people haven't watched it 
that's the thing. Like, I've been like, talking. I don't, more and more people have been coming out of the woodworks and telling me that they they haven't watched it either. Um, so I'm scared shitless of talking Game of Thrones with you. Like I <laughs> I can't spoil anything. In you know, like we mentioned on maybe last show, like saying like, oh, there's a big twist is a spoiler on its own. Right. So I don't even want to say anything. Yeah. Just like keep watching. Keep watching, right? Uh, <laughs> but it's surprising how little I've had spoiled for me. Like, yeah, that's another question. Like, how much do you know? Do you know anything? So the only one that kind of came and, and like went through my usual kind of, I don't know about filter bubbles, but just came mm. through my attention is the uh, holder hold door thing. So I know mm. about that. So uh, you haven't met Hodor yet, right? No. Okay, but what do you know about Hodor and Holdador? So that there's this guy who keeps saying Hodor, Hodor, and people don't really know like what's up with him. So they call him that. At a certain point, you discover that, oh, it's this guy who, I don't know, something happened to him and he was like holding the door for something. <laughs> and, and what he's saying is not Hodor, is it's Holdor. Um, something like that. Okay. So that's what right. I know. It's not a massive spoiler, uh, okay. I don't think. But well, mm-hmm. uh, no. Yeah, okay. That's all I know. Okay. Well, keep uh, give me updated. What um, about you? I see in the show notes here that you got into a thing. <laughs> I got into a thing, and like I mentioned in the very beginning of this episode, it's related to the reason that I was feeling weird, ill last week. Um, so I haven't talked with anyone really about this whole thing. Well, besides like my girlfriend and like close friends i never really like intellectualized this thing i'm doing (laughs) so here's what i'm doing last week for some reason i decided you know what hey i want to like i want to like exercise and work out and like and be in great shape i bet i was the first one to think of that (laughs) (laughs) but all right here's like why this is different now last november on my trip back from San Francisco to Portugal, um, like I stopped smoking and I started exercising. Like I was closing my rings every day. I did a workout of some sorts, even if it was just like a 20 minute run, but I did something every single day And my move goal, uh, record. And I bet like all of the friends that share, I share my activity with, like they were all spammed every day because <laughs> Apple watch like every day, like if you're, you know, every day is a new record. Yep. Uh, I keep spamming everyone. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> but like I went 112, I think, uh, the consecutive days without a single ring being, you know, uh, left out. Uh, so like I exercised for a hundred and something days straight anyway. Like I was wow. being more healthy and I was doing exercise and I was eating better. Uh, but like the results of that were not super awesome. Like for the effort, like I was (laughs) still kind of the same. I lost like seven kilos, which I don't know, many pounds, Google it. So like I lost some weight. I was feeling a bit better, but it was not for the effort, which is a lot of like, it was a big effort. Like waking up at 6am to go for a run before starting the day, like that type of stuff. Like it was, I was a bit disappointed. So, (laughs) so I decided, you know what? I want to get back to that, to that routine. I want to get back to a healthier lifestyle, whatever. But like, if I'm going to put in the effort, if I'm going to, you know, exercise every day and whatever, I want it to be as productive and efficient as I can be. Right. So 
I decided, you know what, I'm, let's do this for reals and see if, if this is worth it or not. And so I went to my gym and I, um, I talked with a, like a personal trainer, which he looks like a superhero, you know, it's like <laughs> this, uh, gym guys that, you know, have superhero body, I guess. Uh, like his arms are like as thick as my head or whatever, <laughs> like those type of dudes. And right. I was like, Hey, I want to look like this whatever like have a body that kind of resembles this um i'm willing to do whatever like I, i'm i'm committed to do the effort put in the the work because i know it's not easy uh right. so just you know tell me what do i have to do and he told me what i had to do <laughs> um, <laughs> and i <laughs> and i started doing that and okay so can you out, give us like, the tldr of what you have to do to to become like that I can't. I can't. So here's a TLDR. I work out. I work out uh, six days a week. So I have one rest day, which is awesome. I don't do a bunch of cardio, which is like, which is great because I, I get bored out of my mind. So I do like 20, 30 minutes a day of cardio, which is fine. But here's the thing. Turns out 70% of the effort is dieting. So um, <laughs> this is, this is my diet. I eat the same thing every day. By the way, I don't know how long I'm going to do this. Like, I want to reach a certain goal and then whatever. And then I'll stop or whatever. So this is... <laughs> you realize that this is basically like the worst way to like follow diet. <laughs> no, because I have a goal. Like, I have a goal. I'm working through the goal. Like, to, to yeah, reach the goal. Yeah, but like whenever you're doing a diet, like it's always important that... Not that like I'm a real diet expert, but that, that you pick something that is going to be sustainable. Otherwise, like, oh, no, it's sustainable because I'm going to do it. So here's the thing. This diet that I'm about to tell you is like it's it's custom for a goal, which is right now I need to burn some fat, but basically like tone all my muscles, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> right. So this diet is for that. Once I reach the goal, that is not my goal. Then my goal is like to, you know, keep whatever I have. So the diet is going to oh, okay, change accordingly. Right. So okay, makes sense. Uh, right now, uh, my breakfast, like I eat some oat and some protein scoops. Uh, like protein shakes i eat uh four egg whites and two whole eggs a banana half an avocado and then i have to drink like protein shakes whatever after workout and then have to eat a ten of a uh, can of tuna whatever and then for lunch is like chicken and broccoli and white rice and for dinner is like fish and six eggs and a salad and then before i go to sleep i have to eat seven white eggs and some dry fruits oh my God, <laughs> I've been doing this for a week now. <laughs> Whoa, it's been. Fun. How can you eat that much? So, like, it's it's about three thousand something calories, um, which is like, it's it's a it's a bit like I'm I'm a big guy, <laughs> like I'm tall, uh, like I uh, I eat around the same, maybe a bit less calories, like naturally, but. Like the thing is, you eat a lot, uh, uh, like in the morning, and then it phases out. Like for right, dinner, okay. you just eat like fish and like some eggs and stuff. It's like a very, it's like three hundred calories. It's nothing. Okay. So you phase it out. Right now, I'm starving. Uh, <laughs> and it's interesting how like your body adapts, and that is the reason that I couldn't record last week because in the first two days, like if 
if you paid attention, there's no sugar here, basically. There's something right. in the banana or whatever, like there's no sugar. And so all of a sudden I was eating no sugar. And so my body, when it is like, you know, remission, like, I don't know what it's called, like deprivation of sugar. And I had a constant, terrible headache for like three days. I couldn't think I had to take some sick days from work. It was terrible. <laughs> But like right now I'm good. Right now I feel great. But that was like that was pretty rough. So during first. that time, did you keep the crazy diet? Yeah, yeah, you have to. <laughs> like uh, that's I don't know dedication. I don't know I don't know how to explain this to you, but like ever since I stopped smoking, I truly believe like, oh pff, fine. Like I've been trained for this shit. Dude, you got nothing on me. Like <laughs> I quit smoking. You don't know like who you're messing with. Like I right. can do whatever. It's fine. Like this cool. compared to just quit smoking, this is peanuts. <laughs> peanuts in the evening. Ten grams. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well that's awesome. So that's it. So that's it. Um, right. So now your body has adapted? Like are you kind of over sort of that? Or do you have to like keep the sugar in check? Make sure that you don't like no, suffer like, from uh, anything else. I eat this every day. Like it right. doesn't change. Right, so right. I'm not eating sugar anymore. Like right. So, but is there um, so say someone were to listen to this and wanted to start this crazy diet, is there like a better way to do it so that you you don't end up having a big headache for three days, or or what? I don't know. I guess if you want to like cut sugar entirely just do it and like you know feel like shit for two days but then you're fine you have no like more <laughs> sorry I, I wouldn't recommend anyone like this diet right this is like made <laughs> for me and my needs and my goals like I, I would just recommend if you want to get in shape or whatever you know talk to someone like a nutritionist right. or like a personal trainer or whatever that knows this shit right um i don't <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sorry i had kind of a weird reaction the cleaning lady just like entered in the room <laughs> and then took the garbage away <laughs> i was just like those. what the hell are you doing i <laughs> 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 just like stared at her <laughs> okay so other question have you had any situation so far where um someone is like do you want to go to the restaurant or something and you have to like explain them <laughs> your uh, your diet and say basically either what like you can't go to the restaurant i guess right or just like go but have eaten before <laughs> that is definitely the hardest part for sure is the social aspect and by working from home for example it's pretty easy right to me uh, for example if i worked at an office i would have to you know cook my own lunch and whatever and pack it mm -hmm. and bring it with me it would be harder. Um, but yes, like I've been once Saturday for dinner, uh, when a friend, oh, we went for this escape challenge or whatever. It was super fun. But then we, nice. we went for dinner and basically it was like, Hey, uh, I apologize for being that guy. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I've been a waitress before. Like I know the pain in the ass that is, but like, Hey, I picked something from the menu that like, kind of like, it was what I want, what I needed, what I wanted. It's like, Hey, could you, if you mind, like, you know, put four or five eggs in it. <laughs> if it doesn't mind, I'll tip you. Uh, wow. Like, try to. It's kind of true. For example, um, you know, on on 
um, yesterday we had a barbecue here at my place with some huh. friends. I cooked the meat. I I cooked dinner, right. but I didn't eat the meat. I just you know mm. made some fish after, and it's it's not ideal. But here's the thing: like, <laughs> if I don't know where I saw this, but it's like if you want to like an amazing body, you need an amazing diet, you need amazing sleep, and you need amazing like workout, right? If one of these is not amazing, it's just meh. Well, right. like you're gonna have you're gonna have what you what you you know what you worked for, and that's fine. So. Like, Here's the thing, I don't. I'm not telling that you should do this. Like, no, I just, put, you know, I just got this goal for myself, right. and I'm doing what I need to get there, and it sucks. I love how you just like kind of set these goals for yourself. I'm like, maybe mm. I would like this someday, but like, ne never enough to actually do it. And that's fair, right? And that is fair. I was also inspired by like uh, Helen and. Her yeah. whole, like, also, Holland like, uh, Tran, yeah. Like, um, I don't know if bodybuilding is a, the correct thing, sport, or whatever, but, like, her dedication as well, and it's like, hey, you know what, I've been super thin, I've been already chubby, I've been, you know, quote-unquote, uh, normal. <laughs> I had never been, like, you know, like, superhero muscles. <laughs> like, hey, you know what, that is possible, let's... I don't know, let's try. And, like, I think, I think, I predict that once I get there, like, I'm going to realize that it's not worth it, the whole thing, like, to keep this diet and keep this regime and keep this social thing, like, a huge part of my life. It's not worth it. And then I'll know and I'll decide. It's just like, hey, let's let's do it. Let's Let's try it. It's fine. Right. <laughs> it's possible. You can do so do you have any milestones or like, do you weigh yourself like every day and like do all that? Do you have goals? I've been doing that. Yeah. Like I don't have like a metric, like a, a, a weight goal or like a, you know, a, a body fat goal or whatever. Like I don't, I just, right. like, I have this visual aesthetic that I'm <laughs> leaning to. Okay. Like I, I'm trying to go for that. And once I feel like, I'm cool, dude. Uh, <laughs> like I'll, I'll check the little thing. Yep. Did it done. <laughs> All right. It's, also, like, it's, it's actually pretty, pretty fascinating how, like when you're in a gym, when you're working out, how just the psychological part of it, like has a huge role. Like when you're lifting mm -hmm. weights or something, like imagine that by five repetitions, your body's like, can't, nope, can't <laughs> like, It hurts. Right. It's amazing how that is like 90% your brain. Like your body could physically do like 30 more, but your brain is like, nope, I can't. You know, when people say that, you know, you're, you're saving your, your life, like you're, you're, you know, you're doing something to save yourself or save a loved one mm -hmm. or whatever. And people say that person got like, you know, inhuman strength. Like, right. no, the strength is always there. It's just your brain. You don't, right. you can't lock it until you mm -hmm. train your brain. So that part has been super inspiring. Like, no, it's all in your mind. Like, you can go way far, like, than you think. It's all. Yeah. I was listening uh, to Hello Internet and they were talking about something similar, uh, which is like, you always have like some sort of number of repetitions and the last one always feel like the, the, the last one you could possibly do. <laughs> It's like, oh, like 10 repetitions. Yeah, I could not possibly do one more. 
<laughs> but it's like that number it's is exactly like totally like random, right? Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. Other question: Have you been okay. counting up or counting down when you're doing the, those repetitions? What, what do you mean? So let's say you're lifting weights. Do you like? Mm-hmm. Let's say you want to do like I don't ten. Do you count one, two, three, four, or do you <laughs> count ten, nine, eight? Uh, I count so in almost all things I do like fifteen reps. So I do one, two, three, four, five until ten, and then around ten, I'm like all right, five more. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, okay. It just sounds. Huh. Interesting. Easier. Sounds better. If it's five, then from 10 right. to 15. Mm-hmm. Right. Because 15 feels like a lot, but like yeah. 10 <laughs> plus five feels like less. Yeah, that makes sense to me. There was this once uh, I was doing like with um, like my personal trainer, like in a, I was like, I had to do 15 reps and I was like, by seven, I was like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> but you keep pushing it and you do go up to 10 and then like... You know, the personal trainer is like, all right, five more, just five more. Let's do it. And you, you, you are screaming out of your mind like, oh my God, I'm going <laughs> to, you know, die here. And right. then you go up to 15 and then the dude is like, all right, five more. <laughs> like, dude, no, my brain <laughs> right. accepted that I was done. <laughs> it was like, no, five more. And I ended up doing 10 more, which like, Whoa. if when I was like at five or seven, if you say, are I going to do 25, <laughs> I would give up and I would go home. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so that is like, that is awesome. And hopefully like it, it's also, you know, I've been, I'm learning something more than just, you know, just like bodybuilding, whatever. I'm learning something about, you know, myself and my limits and whatever. It's mm-hmm. been, it's been cool. It's been interesting. Cool. And it's also good to not, being like not not think about design and computers uh, for change <laughs> it's it's fun yeah yeah for sure cool well that's inspiring <laughs> i'm uh, sure thanks. i'll start working out like when i come back from from traveling right right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> all right sweet well i think that's it for the show that's it for the show this is a fun one uh and, a long and uh, one. it's good to be back Sorry, yeah, it's a long one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. All right, bye. Bye, bye, man. <laughs> <laughs>